Hey everybody, uh, welcome back to another bite-sized political podcast. And can I just take a moment and thank everyone for all the uh, downloads we've been having here on the podcast channel in recent times. Uh, yesterday, uh, uh, Tuesday the 7th, was a record day for us. So thank you very much. I'm glad you enjoy the content that we're creating here. And I want to thank everyone who supported me by buying me a coffee or in any other way uh, donating to the cause as we try to fight back against a, a massive, well-funded enemy out there uh, that doesn't care about truth and that's only really interested in, uh, in grooming people into all the wrong ways of thinking and looking at things. However, we try to correct that here. So, um, uh, so welcome to your first lesson in school today. <laughs> Uh, listen, I want to talk to you about talking about of, of, of news and school and stuff. GB News. Did you see that GB News have now recruited a uh, Conservative Party vice chairman, uh, Lee Anderson? I say what I like and I like what I say. Lee Anderson. Yeah. Lee has got his own show now on GB News where he can extol the working class virtues that he perpetuates so much, so suddenly through his uh, through his Twitter. Uh, yeah, Lee's joining up with uh, GB News. And also, of course, don't forget, Jacob Rees-Mogg is also now on GB News. So, hmm, two conservative uh, politicians join GB News, even as people like Mark Stein are showing the door. Uh, and we're being told this is, uh, this is essentially, you know, GB News reflecting all opinion. Well, pardon me if I take issue with that. I don't think GB News does. I'll tell you what I think about GB News. Uh, I think there are some individuals on GB News who do provide good content and who are well worth supporting. I'm thinking, you know, of uh, uh, people like, for example, um, Calvin Robinson, and I'm talking about people like Neil Oliver. Uh, there are some of these individuals who I think are pretty decent and good. Um, and then there's a lot of wusses on GB News as well. And I don't know why they're there, but they are there. Uh, the, the thing that I find so strange is, though, that this recruitment of conservatives uh, presenters at a time when even the blindest man can see this conservative party is uh, heading for the rocks is weird. I mean, I'm sure you noticed yesterday that Sir Graham Brady, Sir Graham, the most important man ever because he's a chairman of the 1922 committee. Remember the all-powerful 1922 committee? I see he's bailing out at the next election next year. Yeah, Sir Graham won't be, uh, won't be standing. I wonder why that might be. Well, if you go and have the, a, look, a look at the poll for his constituency, I think you see why that will be because Graham, Sir Graham, won't have a job next year. Well, maybe he'll be joining up with GB News as well, so he can present a show. So GB News needs to watch itself. I personally think it would be a good idea to keep all politicians away from it. Don't have any politicians on your show, on your um, scheduling GB News, because I think I think it lowers the standard, to be quite honest. honest. You I mean, you do have some presenters, as I say, I've named a couple of them who are reasonably good, uh, who are pretty good, um, but then there are others that are so lightweight that were it not for the fact that gravity exists, they would float away into the upper stratosphere. So, you know, it, it's a mixed bag you've got. And I thought you should focus on getting better presenters, but not recruiting these uh, soon to be ex 
conservatives, uh, or certainly ex-ministers, um, uh, ex-significant uh, figures on conservative benches. But I'm not, you know, because people could then reasonably say, well, okay, GB News, so if you want to provide conservative figures with, a, with their shows, when do you provide Labour figures with their shows, or SNP figures, or Lib Dem figures, or whatever? And, 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 and you know, th th that's a reasonable argument almost. My argument's better. I don't think any politician should be given a TV show. And this light turn, this GB News turning light blue, I find um, strange, as I say, because the political tide's going out. <clears throat> it's going to take the Tories right out with it. That's, that's clear. Uh, I think there's a general acceptance that that is going to be the case. Now, whether this is a final throw of the dice, I don't know. I do know that GB News has been punished by the horrendous Ofcom uh, for allowing uh, free thinkers like Mark Stein, for example, to express opinion. I know that. I know of Ofcom have lots of existing cases with existing GB News presenters. I know that. So I do realise the quandary they're in. And in a way, maybe we can't blame them too much if all they're ultimately doing is they're trying to be nice to Ofcom. And maybe that's what this is all about. In other words, they're saying, look, Ofcom, we're, we're tacking to the mainstream. We're bringing in Jacob Rees-Mogg. We're bringing in Lee Anderson. You know, duh, uh, we're not trying to be edgy. We're not trying to push the Overton window too far. We are playing by the rules. Well, you see, the problem with that is GB News. If you play by their rules, you're not worth listening to. That's the truth of the matter. The benefit of a podcast like this and other people's, there are many other people doing great podcasts, uh, we don't, at this point in time, have to conform to Ofcom rules. And therefore, we can say the things that you will not hear in TV. And that's why, to be honest, if you've got a spare five or ten minutes in the day and you want to listen to stuff, you're probably better not turning on GB News and turning on this and other platforms where at least you will hear the thoughts which um, Ofcom don't want you to hear. As I say, GB News turning light blue, not sure it's a good look. Thanks for listening.